Hello, friends. You're listening to Head Table Talk, a podcast all about the ins, outs, and in-betweens of the wedding industry. I'm Allie. And I'm Meredith. Now, join us at the head table. Allie, you have some exciting news. Oh, yes. Would you like to tell the whole podcast world? Well, they should already know if they follow us on Instagram. But I am having a baby girl. So exciting. Um, That's kind of why I've been on and off of the podcast recently, because I have been so sick. Um, Hoping that it gets better, because today... I'm 14 weeks, so she is the size of a peach today. So, Oh, what a peach. mm -hmm. Now that I am in the second trimester, I'm hoping that I start feeling a little bit better, but I was down and out for a while. Uh, She's sucking the life out of me, but, (laughs) you know, it's all worth it. Baby better be freaking cute. Oh, she better <laughs> she will be. be. I know. That's oh. what they they say. I mean, I knew it was a girl. I feel like I said it. I thought it was a girl since the beginning. Um, but especially once my acne and back acne and being so, so sick that I was like, I mean, there's an old wives tale that's yeah. uh, girls steal your beauty and I yes and I had never felt as ugly my whole life than I did in my first trimester (laughs) so I mean it it didn't help that I didn't feel good either so I like wasn't doing much so when you're like being a bum and not changing your clothes for multiple days in a row I feel like you're (laughs) gonna start to feel gross about yourself anyway but no, uh, due in September, September 27th, and my baby bump is is here. It is popped out, and it's crazy. So yeah, Meredith has known for a while. Yes, we're going to post the video of when you told me. Oh. Because I oh, have no. it. It's so cute. Is it? Yeah, um, it's adorable. I've watched it like 50 times. I'm not going to lie. I, I haven't seen it, so I'm excited to see it. But I, um, yeah, I'm excited that people know now because mm-hmm. I just feel like running a business right now is so much on social media. And right. I, I have not been present on social media or anything really. So hopefully people are understanding. My clients have been so understanding of everything because we okay so I can kind of tell the story we (laughs) decided that we wanted to have a baby this year and we were talking about when to start trying um back in I mean in the fall of last year but we were talking about it and then we had heard from so many people you know we can take a few months and you know you never know it could take you a full year it could take you whatever. And I am, I just turned 29 this last week and Happy birthday. thank you. Thank you for the flowers you sent. So beautiful. Yeah. Um, but I, we want a bigger family. And so we wanted to get, get going. Ha- have the first baby 
by the time I'm 30. Knowing that it could take a few months, and that's generally what we had heard, we said, let's get started in December, um, late December. It was around Christmas time because we were hoping to get pregnant in February in order to have baby in the slow season of photos, even mm-hmm. though this year I really don't have a slow season. I'm pretty booked um, up until January. Um, and <laughs> I think we got pregnant the first time we tried. <laughs> oh, you little fertile myrtle. Apparently. Um, <laughs> so I, <laughs> it was a bit of a shock. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not like that big of a shock. Cause obviously we were, we were trying, right. but we thought that it would take a few months. Um, so I think that's the thing where people are like, can't plan it. It just happens when it happens. Yeah. And even though I tried to plan <laughs> accordingly, uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, but luckily I have a really good group of associates that are helping me out and my clients have all been really great. Um, so I, I'm not really sure what my maternity leave is going to look like right now, but I've got everybody's weddings covered and it's good. It's going to be so happy for you guys. Thank when, you. when I came over to, to see you guys, like you guys were just so like happy and like, we you are. Just, oh, oh that, it's- okay. So I can tell that story too quick. So that day we were very happy. So on, you have an eight week appointment for those that don't know where you see the baby for the first time. And I can, maybe we can post the um, sonograms, like Mm -hmm. the first one, the second one and the third, but we, so we saw this little bean and her heartbeat was great. We didn't know it was a girl yet. And then, um, but it, she was a lot smaller than we thought. Like I thought my due date was supposed to be September 18th and they pushed it back. Um, so then you go in if you want for a 12 week appointment to do the genetic testing. And we really wanted to know whether or not it was a girl or a boy. And so we're like, yeah, we'll do the genetic testing. Um, and they do an ultrasound then too, but turn. So at this appointment, they told us that her neck was measuring large, um, which can be a sign of chromosome abnormalities and something called a cystic hygroma, which can result in a lot of different things. Um, but mostly, I mean, it would be fatal, which was super scary. Um, so they do the genetic testing and then they tell you seven to 10 business days to get it back. So this was horrible. Um, like the worst, one of the worst weeks of our lives for sure. Lots of praying. Um, and then we got the results back a week early, which was awesome. And we were home here cause Joe works from home and I screamed when we got the results and, um, read them and it all was good, which is exciting. Um, and then I had at the end of it, it said the sex, you could click on it and Joe, I gave the phone to Joe and he clicked on it and he told me we were having a little girl, which was oh. super exciting. Um, but when at the eight week appointment, 
Um, they set us up, or not the eight-week appointment, at the 12-week. Yes, they set us up with a perinatal specialist um, just to double-check the neck size and everything. And that was the next day that we were going. And when we went in there, she was bouncing around. She was like a little jumping bean in my belly, (laughs) which was so crazy. And we watched the tech measure her neck and we saw that the numbers were significantly lower and then we got the all good um so we were over the sigh of relief oh my goodness I could not could not have been happier um but just because of that even though they think everything is fine um but because she presented with a thicker neck in the 12-week appointment now every month after the 20 week appointment, we'll get an ultrasound. So that doesn't normally happen, but we should see her growing up until she's here, which is super exciting. Sorry if that was all. No, I think it's really, no, it's really informative to hear. I I think it's very good for women and people in general to hear every different story because not every story is the same. So many things can happen. So many things can go right. So many things can go wrong. Right. And I just think it's good to bring awareness that, Mm -hmm. especially because it was, and I don't want to speak for you guys, but having all of that come out before you announce is hard because you don't have as big of a support system because only a select few people know at that time. Right. And we could have announced, but we wanted to double, you know, make sure everything was good first. And, um, but the genetic testing, we will not be doing that again. Um, it just seemed like it added a lot of stress. stress. And for us, you know, let's say there were horrible things that could have been wrong with chromosome abnormalities where Mm -hmm. babies don't live past a few hours after they're born or stillbirths or anything like that but with like down syndrome or any those types of things we would have loved that baby so much so it it really doesn't matter to us Mm -hmm. um and we can find out gender from other ways that aren't as stressful and if you think if you think about it women like our grandmothers um we're just pregnant and happy and didn't have all of this information right it's a double-edged sword technology like the new technology it is because you want to be prepared um Mm -hmm. but let's say there was abnormalities you would know that then at the 20-week appointment right um so it's just like just wait for me now we've decided we're just going to wait for that for the next kiddo because it's just it was horrible it was all consuming and but we are very blessed we had a lot of people praying for us and she looks perfect I'm so excited. So now I'm going to be super annoying. And every week now we're going to be like, all right, what fruit is baby this week? I love it. Um, I love it. She little just, peach. Yep. She just, um, this week is getting hair oh. and she can now suck her thumb and all of this stuff, which is just crazy to think about. She's about three, over three inches long now, but is 
like looks like a real baby in there. I know. So you showed me that the eight week ultrasound and which was super exciting because like, you're like, there's something in there. And then right. when you showed me the 12 week ultrasound, I'm like, there's facial features, like yeah. everything. It's like, oh my gosh. Yep. She looks pretty cute. Oh. I, I can't wait to meet her. And I just think it's like the coolest thing that it's, I mean, I feel like everybody who listens to this podcast knows how obsessed I am with Joe. Um, (laughs) I really like him. And I just think it's really cool that we're going to get to meet somebody that is a mix of my favorite person and myself. Like how weird is that? And it happened from sex. That is the strangest thing in the world to me. Like how? How? (laughs) Oh, well, when a mommy loves I, a dad. I, I mean, I understand, but if you really think about it, it's I know. So crazy. It's, it's fascinating. So, I think, so I don't know if it's on Netflix or something, but I watched a documentary once where it like really dives in depth about like each like different stage, stage of pregnancy. And I just find it fascinating. I know. And I feel like I've learned so much. I mean, you think when you get pregnant, it's just like, oh, you're going to get sick and your belly is going to grow. But right. literally everything has changed. I uh, I feel so different and it happens so fast. Yeah. And it's also like, where do your organs go? I don't know. <laughs> they just shift around. around. Okay, I have a confession to make. Mm-hmm. So I have my youngest niece is like 11, 12. It's, mm-hmm. She was born in 2006 or 2008. So I don't know what that math is. 13. Oh my gosh. She's going to be 13 this year. Mm -hmm. Um, So my youngest niece is 13. So it's been a long time since I've consistently been around babies. And then like a year and no, when my second shooter had her baby and like, I held it for the first time. I I was like, have they not upgraded these things yet? (laughs) Like they still have soft spots. That's still a thing. Yeah, I know. I mean, get uh, get ready, Mayor, because you're going to be around her a lot. I'm, I'm so excited. Almost just said her name. We oh. decided on one, so we're pretty we're pretty set. But we're not going to say until we have the right. baby. But it's exciting. It's just like weird to be like, there's a real person, like mm-hmm. gr- growing a human. I have two butts and two hearts and two brains right now strange I'm eating all the time I'm gonna and it's gonna be I mean I'm glad this isn't a video podcast because you're gonna see the transformation as I swell in the summer when it's (laughs) oh my gosh I just saw a tiktok of a girl who (laughs) bought like a inflatable like pool ring you know Mm -hmm. And she's like, I have no intention of putting this in the pool, but she put it on her like living room floor and put her baby belly in it just so she could lay, lay on, on her stomach. That is so sm- My associate Megan, who I love dearly, she sent me a birthday gift and she sent me a like wedge pillow oh, nice. for maternity. And it's so nice because when you lay on your side, your belly does shift down Mm -hmm. um, to that side and it'll be nice to like tuck up underneath my belly to like prop her up. I'm just, it'll be interesting once she starts kicking and I don't even know when all of that happens, but we, for my birthday, Joe got me 
some baby clothes that he went and picked out. And then I wanted shelves for her nursery to display books. And he went and like hung up the shelves. Yeah. So he started with nursery or anything yet. No, I mean, we bought the crib because the crib doesn't come in until July, okay. which is crazy. Um, but because of that ship stuck in the Suez Canal, you know. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I know, right? Um, and we are going to measure the back of his uh Jeep today to pick up a changing table, but I don't, I don't. Hmm know exactly what I want to do with her nursery yet I want to keep it more neutral I think yeah um just because we like I said we plan to have more babies Mm -hmm. and yeah crazy crazy I'm so excited for you guys thank you thank you and we don't we don't have to have baby talk every all the time if people don't don't like it but you can update on size and stuff and how you're feeling Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break, hear a word from our sponsors, and then we'll be back with our guest. Sounds good to me. Head Table Talk is sponsored by MC Brow and Lash Studio, a Des Moines-based studio. MC Brow and Lash provides services like keratin lash lift and tint, brow design, lash extensions, and more. And if you're like me and you're low maintenance and want to roll out of bed and look like a normal human... I highly recommend Morgan is incredible. We've both gone to Morgan for her services and we're both obsessed. I've done the lash extensions as well as the keratin lash lift and I've basically sold my soul to eyelash extensions. So 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yes. So if you are interested in getting your brows or lash, just mention Head Table Talk when booking to receive $10 off your first appointment. And you can find MC Brow and Lash Studio on Instagram at MC Brow Lash Studio. Head Table Talk is sponsored by Hinterland Music Festival. Hinterland Music Festival is three days of music curated for all who love both music and the outdoors in a beautiful rural escape just outside of Des Moines, Iowa. The festival features music, camping, art, crafts, family engagement, and more. Taking place this year, August 6th through the 8th with a lineup you won't want to miss. Some bands I'm personally looking forward to are Leon Bridges, Black Pumas, Tyler Childers, Mount Joy, L King, Orville Peck, just so many good bands. Head to hinterlandiowa.com for details, safety guidelines, festival tickets, camping passes, live streaming tickets, and more. See you at Hinterland. Yeah, so on today's podcast, we have the co-owner, because you run it with your husband, correct? Yes. Yes, of Emerald Hills Event Center. Um, This is Abby Ewing. She doesn't have a ton of info about her online. So I'm super (laughs) excited to learn more about you and about your um, event center. And you run another business as well. Um, So you're busy. And I'm just excited to learn all about the event side of things. Because that is actually, my husband and I talk about opening up an event center someday as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much fun. And yeah, we do have another business. It's a hunting lodge. So completely different than obviously a wedding venue. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I I try and keep those two things separate just because they're all on the same property, but, um, they're two completely different looks and businesses. So 
um, yeah, it's a yeah, lot the, of fun. It keeps us the busy. In, the Instagrams are completely different. Yes, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally complete opposites. People are like, Oh, a hunting lodge. I'm like, yeah, it's separate. I promise. But right. yeah. So, yeah, so it's you, a lot of fun. Tell us about yourself and how you guys got started and kind of what you do. Yeah. So, um, I'm not originally from down where Emerald Hills is, which is in promise city, Iowa. It's, um, not even in the town of promise city. It's just North of promise city. Um, we are West of Lake Rathbun. So honey Creek resort is the big hotel resort down on Lake Rathbun. Um, so that's when people ask where we are. I try and explain we're close to Lake Rathbun, honey Creek. And then people are like, Oh, I know exactly where that is. We love the lake. And whatnot. So, um, yeah, so we have this lodge and venue down here and my husband actually started the lodge, um, when he was in college and we, well, he started that and then, um, kind of did that whole thing with his dad and did that for a couple years. And then I kind of came on board and started managing, the business side of things for the lodge and marketing and booking our clients. Um, I guess a little background information about that. We do pheasant and quail hunts there. So um, we have people from all over the country that come and hunt with us. And I was handling like customer service and relations Mm -hmm. and bookings and whatnot. Um, And then we started to do weddings inside the lodge and the lodge is big, but it's not like big. It only can hold like maybe a hundred people. And so we did like maybe four weddings in there and it was small, but it was kind of fun. I'm like, Oh, this is fun. I like this, but never thought we would open a venue, build a venue. So my sister-in-law got married, um, right where the venue sits in a tent, um, on our property. And she got married in 2017, I think. Yeah. 2017. And, um, in a tent. And then after that, we kind of were like talking, we're like, okay, we could do something with this and Mm -hmm. maybe possibly like make a venue and do all of this. And I had no experience in weddings besides the ones with that we had at the lodge. So, um, yeah, we started just to tour venues and I researched venues in Texas. That's where I got a lot of my inspiration from. Um, and we just took off with it and built it in it's 2018. Beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah, going into 19. So here we are. It's, it's been a lot of fun. Did you foresee things taking off like they did? Yeah. So no, um, since we're far away from Des Moines, not far, but a good drive from Des Moines, I was a little nervous about that. And just like people not knowing where promise city was because it really honestly like is like a teeny tiny little town I don't even think they have like a restaurant I think they have a post office and like a hardware store right in it so that's all you need in small town Iowa yeah and I was but I was kind of nervous about that because I'm not from down here so I was like people don't even know me really either so this is like a whole new thing and my husband's family's from here so like people know them and whatnot so that worked out, but no, I did not expect it to take off. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Like it did. So. so how far away from Des Moines are you guys? Depending on where you're coming from, um, anywhere from like an hour and 15, 20 minutes to maybe an hour and 45. I, it's hard for me to say, cause 
I'm a fast driver. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm always like, yeah, an hour and 20 minutes out to Jordan Creek. But I'm like, actually, realistically, it's probably closer to like an hour and 30, 40. So, but it honestly isn't that bad. And it's a really pretty drive um, down here. There's the rolling hills and whatnot. So it's, it isn't bad. <laughs> what do you suggest for people for lodging? Yeah. So Honey Creek Resort is my first um, recommendation for lodging just because they do have the hotel. People can do their rehearsal dinner there. It sits on a lake. So it's beautiful there as well. Um, They have cabin rentals. And then there's also a place called Fox Hill Cabins that is a little bit closer. It's on the same road as Honey Creek. And that's more of just like a cabin rental. So it's not as nice as Honey Creek, but it's their cute little cabins and it's next to like a little small town, Iowa bar. Yeah. Um, so, you know, people can like come down and make almost a weekend out of it and, um, spend a weekend down here if they were to be invited to a wedding at Emerald Hills, which is kind of fun because Honey Creek is on the lake and it has a golf course. So there are things to do down here and not just come down, you know, for For one day for a wedding. Yeah. Yeah, totally. What's your capacity? We can hold 500 people. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, God. it's a big space. So we have like a multi-level space. So on the main floor, we can hold 300 and then 200 up in the loft area. So yeah, okay. we can fit a lot of people. Do a lot of your couples get married on site or do they get married somewhere else and then just do reception? Yeah, yeah. I would say most of our couples get married on site. There are a few local brides who get married in like mm-hmm. a church. Um, but most of them get married on site and down by the water was the big popular place last year, which I'm not complaining because it's so pretty down there. Um, my husband wants to kill me every time there's a wedding down there (laughs) because he has to bring the trailer, load the chair, unload the chairs and but I'm like, it's worth it. It's so pretty. (laughs) And you have Um, indoor spots too, in case it rains or something. Yep. Yep. We'll always have a plan B, um, whether that's, you know, having your guests sit, at their tables to watch the ceremony, or we can even set it up and do more of like the traditional style with the rows and chairs. Um, or they can do it in the loft with the loft. They want to make sure though, they can, um, have all their guests walking up, up and down stairs just cause right. we don't have an elevator. So, but yeah, it works. So this might be putting you on the spot a little bit, but what are some okay. of the coolest things you have seen at weddings at your venues? Yeah. So It's just amazing, like what a bride and groom can come up with for an idea. And I was just kind of expecting everything. I don't know why I had this expectation, not expectation, (laughs) but what I kind of like envisioned was like all just like, you know, like the white flowers with the greenery, because that just complements so well um, with a white and black type of space. But we've had so many different styles and colors and, um, different designs and themes at the venue, which has been really cool. Like this year I had a bride hang these like hula hoop rings with like ribbons down. Um, and she did like, a, it was, she like was like, I love rainbow and like color and all this stuff. So she like incorporated every single color she could think of with her wedding, which I never thought that would happen. Um, Christmas weddings are also just one of my favorite down here with the fireplace. It's so cozy and um, the white and the green and the reds and cranberry colors. It's 
It's really beautiful. Um, how involved are you in wedding planning with them? Like, are you helping them find vendors? You know, do you have suggested vendors for them? Yeah, we don't have preferred vendors, but we do have, you know, I have a list of like suggested vendors that, you know, we've just built relationships with in the past. So um, I don't recommend a lot of photographers because I feel like most of my couples have already someone they mm-hmm. have in mind or have their, their heart set on. Um, and then we kind of go from there. But as far as like food and florists, DJs, I try and refer them to the people that have been here a lot, just because they know our space too, and how we operate and work. Um, and it just can, works out. But I mean, we're open to whoever. So can they, they can bring in anybody. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that's kind of the nice thing about it too, is we're open to new faces around here. And how does alcohol look there? Like, are you guys providing bar service or do they hire somebody to come in for that? Yeah. Yep. We'll provide the bar service. So they would, um, pick, I don't want to say a bar package because we customize all of our bar packages. So they really can pick and choose with what they want to do as far as bar and what they want to host and what they don't want to host. So it's kind of fun to let them decide and not have like set packages. Yeah. How far out in advance would you say people book your venue? I have been booking like 2022. I had my first inquiry for 2023 yesterday. Um, but my 2022 is like filling up so fast. It's, it's wild. So a year and a half, a year, sometimes less than a year, but I'd say a year and a half to a year. Do you do a lot of like Friday, Saturday weddings? So like you have to do a quick turnaround? No. So I only do one wedding a weekend. So, um, all of our rental packages are the 40 hour. We have a one day rental, but everyone does the 40 hour rental package because I only do one wedding a weekend. And, um, then they have the space for 48 hours. They can come in that Friday before set up. They don't have to worry about anything on Saturday, have mom in charge or, you know, your cousin or sister, whoever, if you don't have a wedding planner, it just makes the whole experience so much more relaxing for the bride, groom and family and friends that are involved. So that's a huge perk for us. And we're far away from places. So it's another benefit just to have that full afternoon before too. I feel like that's such a selling point for venues because uh, I don't know if I could like tear stuff down the night of my wedding. Yeah. We had to like get rid of everything the night of our wedding and the day before, I mean, I have horror stories about my venue, but um, we went to set up and the guy was three hours late mm-hmm. and you only have like a section of time that you can do it. But no, it would be so nice to know that you're the only one that is going to be there and you have the flexibility to come and go as you please. And yeah. Yeah. And I live only a mile down the road as well. So oh, nice. I'm here majority of the time from that Friday at noon to Sunday at noon. So I'm super flexible, uh, with setting up and tearing down. And, um, you know, that Saturday night, my crew and myself and my family, they'll help, you know, even pick up the bride stuff and just put it on a table or a couple tables. So it's easier for them on Sunday morning, um, just to come and grab and go. They're not scrambling just cause you know, if you both are married, you know, how like the next Sunday is after your wedding, you're right. exhausted and whatever else. So. <laughs> right. Um, so how many weddings are you generally taking on a year? 
Yeah, this year we have 26 weddings. So that's, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. So we are going to be super busy with that. Um, my goal for next year is 30. So we'll see if I can hit it. <laughs> I'm so. sure you will. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to give you an opportunity here to get uncomfortable and brag about yourself. What do you think is like the (laughs) coolest aspect, like selling point of your venue? I, the coolest aspect, I don't know. I think it would just be like the location. We're kind of just like in the middle of a field and, and it's not just like a corn field. We have a big body of water that the venue overlooks. Um, so I just would say the location of the venue itself is just beautiful because mm-hmm. any time of the year, it really is like pretty with all seasons and the transitioning into different seasons. Um, it, it's just beautiful with the rolling hills and you get honestly like a full like Iowa vibe, but not like country type of right. Iowa right. vibe. If you get what I mean. Yeah. Pretty Iowa. And I feel yeah, like yeah. your space is such a blank slate that if you wanted that country feel, you totally. could do that. But if you wanted yeah. something more chic and like modern, you can do that too. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It's open for literally any kind of design style that a bride may have, which is really nice. There's so many just like venues and hotels and stuff that you just, it's hard to make that vision that you have for your wedding. Um, and I got married in a hotel, so I know exactly, you know, like it's Mm -hmm. just hard to make it seem like what you want it to be. Um, you know, the whole look of the space. So it's hard to make it personalized to you as a couple in some of those spaces because they just don't allow that. It's hard to make a hotel, not look like a hotel. Yes. 110%. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with getting right. married yeah. in a hotel. I mean, it's great because um, there's a hotel connected. So you don't have mm-hmm. to literally drive or walk or wherever to the place you're staying if, you know, you need a place to stay. So I will say there is a hotel in Rochester that I'm obsessed with. It's like all floor to ceiling windows looking over like the Mayo oh, yeah. Clinic. It's really in really Rochester. Cool. Really? Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's that new one in downtown Des Moines that just looks insanely beautiful. The Shirty. Shirty. Yes. 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 We just it had is. dinner there last this last weekend. Really? Yes. Was it good? It was really good. Yeah. Good. Um, so the best French onion soup. Sorry. It's, oh, it's yeah. Amazing. I tried it. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of your favorite like wedding trends that you're seeing are coming up that may have passed by? What's like giving you life? Yeah, of course the boho. I feel like everyone loves a boho wedding and that's just kind of like my style in general. Um, I, I tend to just like, like boho, like anthropology is one of my favorite stores, you know? So, um, boho is always my favorite when brides tell me that's kind of what they're thinking. Um, I was really surprised. We did that Iowa wedding giveaway last year Mm. for, um, like a COVID couple. Um, and we did kind of like a Palm Springs vibe and I loved that. And it was very vibrant, bright colors. So I would love to see more of just like the bright colors and, um, kind of thinking outside the box with, um, what you can do for your design. But yeah, I like the Palm Springs vibe and I feel like people are starting to do the bright color type Mm -hmm. of look Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Yeah. I love the Palm Springs and even like, you know, the disco balls are super fun and just like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The disco balls are awesome. 
yeah, it's it's really cool. I'm I'm digging that vibe for sure. Are there any kind of wedding trends that may have passed that you like absolutely hate? <laughs> I don't know. This is a judgment free zone. It's hard when you run a business. I know. It, it I know. Is, it is. And like I was a bride that like was the rustic type when I got married, it was rustic. So like that was like so cool then. But mm-hmm. now I feel like it's just like oh I'm over it. Right. Almost, the burlap right? around then, the mason jars. Yeah, 100 percent Like that was my style for when I got married. Because <laughs> I'm sorry. Doing it. No, but I thought it was so cool. And now I'm looking back. I'm like, gosh, I want to get married again because that was awful for me personally. Cause like I just now like I'm in it. So I see everything. Right. Um, yeah. So I don't know if there's like anything I hate, but um I just like when people add floral. I think that's so important to a wedding is the floral. Um, and I didn't take it serious when I got married and now that I'm in the business it's I just think it doesn't matter the wedding but it really is important to have it in your wedding and Mm -hmm. include it on tables and whatnot so yeah fun what's your favorite part of a wedding day I like the first look and I know that sometimes they're like private but I always find myself like either (laughs) even if it's just the bride and groom and the photographer I'm like at the bar, like organizing stuff, and then they're doing it. I'm like, oh gosh, I'm so excited. So <laughs> the first look is always fun. And I always get goosebumps when the bride walks down the aisle Oh um, yeah, for the ceremony. I don't, it gets me and I get tears in my eyes every time. And I it just, I love that part too. So, oh my gosh, I just saw like a, I don't know if it was, no, it was just like a video on social media of Haley Bieber when her and Justin got married before she walked down the aisle, they literally like put a tent around her so like paparazzi oh couldn't get any photos of her as that she's like walking insane. to the <laughs> that sounds stressful yeah so i was just about to say i'm like why top. would you even want that like, oh, so over the it's top. literally like you can see her shoes walking underneath this tent and they're all just like carrying it around her uh, yeah no thank you yeah i'll pass oh that so funny fun at all <laughs> No. What do you think is the, I know you said like every time of the year, but like personally, what like time of year weddings are your favorite at your venue? I would say fall. Um, and I don't know if that's just so basic to say fall, but we have so many trees, um, that surround the pond and then the venue like sits up. So it's just, you can see like all the colors changing and it is, it's so beautiful. Um, looking out on the pond with the trees like surrounding it and um, with weather I feel like fall as long as you're not getting too close to November I feel like it's perfect it is it honestly is most of the time I mean this year I think we had like snow middle of October or whatever right. but right. usually it's not that way and it literally is perfect weather for a wedding and we have the outdoor patio too so we have four garage doors that open up to Ooh, our patio Yeah. And it's right by the bar. So people can just come and go and hang out on the patio. We have fire pits out there. So, um, with the bistro lighting. Yeah, it honestly is. So it's perfect for fall. Um, cause it's not too hot, not too cold usually. So do you supply like tables and chairs, linens? Yep. Yep. We do tables, chairs, and linens. We'll lay all the linens out, um, the day before. So they don't have to do that. And then we'll pick everything up too, minus anything that they bring in. So 
it's really nice. kind of like a one-stop shop for a venue. That's, that's really nice. Cause some that I looked at, they didn't supply tables or chairs and then the added expense to rent it and then oh, having crazy. to like coordinate all of that is just difficult. So it is really nice to find a venue that has that. Yeah. The tables and chairs are important and we have just like those wooden crossback ones. Oh yeah. Um, and they complement basically everyone's style. Um, and then we also have the folding or like the bamboo wicker chair as oh, yeah. well. So a lot of people use those for the ceremony um, too. So you have two options of chairs, I guess. I love that. Well, thank you so much for coming on here. I feel like Allie and I need to make a trip down to your venue and like, yeah, you guys should. You totally should. I love that. Yeah. So we're around the same area, but yeah, we should come and get drinks or something sometime. Yeah, you guys totally should. And I'm in Des Moines too. Um, I work a lot with Carla with Honey and Joy events. Uh huh. You guys should interview her too. Oh um, yeah. To do the podcast, um, she's a wedding planner. Um, so I'm in Des Moines quite a bit too, getting together with her and that would be planning perfect. stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, it's always nice to have good referrals for people on the podcast. So mm-hmm. that's good to tell our listeners too. If you guys know anybody that you think would be good to come on the podcast, um, just send us a direct message on our Instagram. Speaking of where can people find you? Yeah. So it's pretty easy. It's just at Emerald Hills events. If anyone is a hunter or their significant <laughs> other likes to hunt, um, our hunting business is Heritage 1865. So you can check us out on both of those platforms. And then it's the same on Facebook as well. So Your Instagram is beautiful. Thank it, you. It will make any bride or couple that is looking <laughs> to get married want to get married there. So yeah, absolutely. yeah. No, thank absolutely. you. It's, it's a lot of fun. Keeps us busy. That's for sure. Yeah. So at the end of every episode, we do a toast to something in the last week that has kind of helped us through or something we're just celebrating. And I'm going to go first this week because mm-hmm. I am toasting to baby girl peach popkins. Oh, yeah. I'm having a baby. Yes. <laughs> I just had a baby in October. That's so really? Funny. Yeah. What yeah. did you have a boy or a girl? I had a boy. What's his name? Thompson. Thompson. Oh. Well, congratulations. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And thanks, Mayor, for toasting to that. Do you know what you're having? Yeah, we're having a girl. Oh, Mm -hmm. we're super excited in September. So I'm just going to keep calling her Peach Popkin because that's so cute. She's a peach this week. So in in the fruit size. But (laughs) yeah, um, I am going to toast to my husband who has dealt with me being so sick the past how many weeks, 12 weeks um he's been wonderful and has been good at getting anything I crave or you know just being there he cooks all the food now because everything smells disgusting (laughs) and he he does pretty much everything so I'll toast to him way to go Joe yeah Abby what are you gonna toast to I am going to toast to hinterland because (gasps) live music is back and I have been literally so giddy like the last like week when they announced and I got my tickets I was on did you get tickets yes um I was so excited so cheers to do you know that my my fiance like helps run that no really (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's where we met that is so cool yeah they're big they it's their big thing every year Mm -hmm. I'm so mad I have I mean I'm not mad because I love this couple but I have a wedding that weekend 
which is about to book a wedding that weekend because I knew we would be at hinterland and I was like just holding out hope I'm like I'm just gonna block it off and I am praying that we'll be able to do it this year so I am so excited (laughs) maybe I'll come out one of the days that I'm not shooting but I'll have it yeah huge belly by then so that'll be interesting. Oh, you who are you looking forward to seeing the most in the lineup I love Tyler Childers Me he's too. like one of my favorites yeah so. yeah and so camp is really coming excited. too because that's yep. a new one right that that'll mm-hmm. be good too so yeah yeah yep. I'm pumped. it's a really good lineup this year it yeah, is awesome. I, I couldn't believe it I was like just reading it and when they added like some of the newer artists like mm-hmm. L King that's another good one I was like yep. this is gonna be so fun and you just yeah. got to think these people have to be so ready to Seriously. perform live again. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Well, you'll have to, uh, we'll have to coordinate that weekend and like say yeah. hi to each other. Yeah, no, totally. I love Absolutely. that. Well, so thank you fun. so much for coming on. It was so good to get to know you, get to yes. know more about your venue and yeah, very excited yeah. to come down and see it. Yeah. yeah and sure. when you're in Des Moines next, reach out and we can get coffee or something. For sure. I definitely will. That would be fun. Well, thank you to all of our listeners. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We are going to have another amazing episode next week. Very excited. We're doing, we're interviewing um, another rental company, Vowed Vintage. So very excited to chat with them. So if you have any questions that you want us to ask her about, you know, wedding rentals, all of that stuff, let us know. But yeah, we will be back next week. Bye. Love you.